All right, Ambush, and today we are joined by a recording artist, a songwriter, and a producer who is taking the New York and the Kosovo culture. She is melding them together with the sounds of R&B, soul, pop, a little bit of EDM, mixing it all together and making it sound oh so good, bringing it to you in the view of a debut EP entitled A Lime Light. Well, we are going to be diving here today with my guest, Luisa. How's it going today, Luisa? It's going great. It's a, it's a beautiful Sunday out here, as you can see. <laughs> yes, uh, looks like it's a, a very, a very bright day, so uh, can't complain at all, I'm sure. Not at all. I've been cleaning all day, but it's okay. I mean, it's a productive Sunday, so... Hey, sometimes it's uh, cleaning is important. Uh, it brings a good energy, right? Yeah, great energy to the house. It's a whole zen type of situation. So. Hey, exactly. <laughs> and sometimes it's good to bring some a great energy in the form of the musical realm as well, which we are diving into here today. And of course, I want to jump right on into it. Of course, the EP, it is entitled Limelight. It is a five a track journey through various sounds, some various uh, emotions here. So what I want to know, first of all, is when did this album begin to uh, truly take shape? Well, I was 15 when I wrote uh, Daily, which is the first song from my EP. And um, I didn't really want to release an EP when I was at that age because I didn't really think that I was going to take off really soon. So my dad is a producer and we were talking, I wanted to release an album at first, a mixtape, but then we were like, maybe as an artist to show the world what your artistry and what, I mean, how you express yourself creatively is the best way to just put out, put out an EP, which is like a small album, I guess. And I mean, show yourself in a really short way, but still in a really like presentable way, I guess. And I wanted to take the time to look at the theme of the EP and make an overall like concept to like lead my artistic like creations. And I don't know, it's a whole journey and I've waited so long to release it and it's here and now my music video is out here. So everything's great. So it's been uh, a quite a bit of time in the works here. So you mentioned the first track, uh, written when you were 15. And I know that you uh, were sort of in the production world, thanks to your dad there, before you jumped into songwriting. So were you happened to be the producer behind these songs as well? Yeah, I, co- I co-produced all the songs in my EP. And now I'm actually producing them all by myself. My unreleased songs are all produced by myself. And it's such a great way to express your musical you know creativity and artistry and in every way is the best thing to make songs that you know how you want them to hear and yeah i mean my dad was kind of like a mentor at first when i was i mean i started beat making at the sixth grade and i did some edm tracks and some psychedelic like tunes and stuff and and then i got into songwriting a little late, I guess, in, in the ninth grade when I was 15. And I didn't really know that I had that in me. And I've always loved writing. I've read poetry in my own language, in Albanian langu- language, and also like in English too. And 
yeah, it's kind of a long journey until I got here, but it's pretty much my mentorship from both of my parents, since my mom is also an opera singer and she's a classical pianist and my dad's a composer and it's all like mixing the pot, I guess. And it's me as a, as a artist. So yeah, that's pretty much it. Absolutely. So of course, uh, we mentioned with that, you've mentioned the uh, Kosovo being there. And of course, you were born inside of New York. And I mentioned earlier, you sort of meld both of those styles inside of your music. So what is sort of the uh, thought process behind doing exactly that? So I guess I really wanted to express my artistry by representing both of these countries. Since I was born in New York, I lived my life, I mean, not most of my life, but I've lived in Queens and it's a whole other like cultural, like jungle, I guess, that it's a whole diverse group of people that live in Queens, especially because it's mostly immigrants and it's mostly like POC and other like minorities, minorities, I guess, that that live in Queens. But it's also in Kosovo, like it's also a different culture here. And I want to represent that. I want to represent both of my countries as an artist. And I try to make my songs like a mix of these two cultures. Like in Kosovo, we love like putting drums in our songs. And we love using like really catchy tunes and really short songs to make people like dance and get ready to like go out. Because we have a pretty like... I guess a vibrant nightlife, as you can call it. I don't know. I mean, it's a it's a beautiful type of blend of Balkan culture and also like international culture that is like nowadays. But it's also like the theme of New York, which is more like bright and colorful and all these diverse, beautiful groups of groups of people with different backgrounds. It's also Kosovo that has like the dark nightlife aesthetic and I guess I try to mix those in a blending pot and my music just being that, I guess, the, the, the blend of these two cultures, which is, I think, the most amazing thing. And it really makes an artist stand out when they mix like their culture and their personal background, I guess. So, yeah, that's it, I guess. <laughs> mm. And I love how you uh, mentioned the nightlife, because reading through your bio, um, you actually have listed there the exact reason why this EP is entitled Limelight actually has a little bit to do with the nightlife as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I just turned 18, but um, in Kosovo, we get into the nightlife like, I don't know, we are raised to be really like expressive and most of us are really extroverts and we like going out and stuff like that. And I'm the type of person that I don't really go out and stuff, but I love the whole aesthetic of going out and the nightlife and this whole like culture of people getting to know each other. And uh, yeah, that's why I wrote that in my EP bio because it's like this whole limelight, for example. Limelight used to be a club in New York where, you know, attendees like Madonna, Jean-Michel Basquiat and Andy Warhol were part of that club. And it's the reason why the songs in my EP are from different genres, because it represents the attendees being like different from each other, but also like, I don't know, like exchanging their creative energy in one building, in the limelight building, in the club. 
So, yeah, I mean, it's really interesting when you think about it. Absolutely. And of course, I want to dive into uh, some of those different genres, some of those different energies that you captured. And one of the songs that you mentioned earlier, of course, is uh, your track Daily. It's the one that kicks off this EP. So what exactly uh, was captured here inside of Daily? Well, Daily tells the story of not wanting to go out. And it explains it like really clearly on the chorus. I don't want to do it on the daily because I mean, I was 15 and you go through this and it was also like the time of quarantine and stuff like that. And the uh, transition, I guess, from leaving middle school to going to high school and changing your friends and stuff like that. And they did a lot of stuff that I, I didn't think it resonated with me. And I've always wanted to express myself creatively. And, and I mean, it's impossible. It's like a different mindset, I guess. And most of the people that live here are small-minded and they believe in the tradi- traditional values of the country and stuff like that. And it's really that thing that pushed me to write daily because I don't want to do it on the daily. I don't want to respect our traditional values that we have. We've had like over 80 years in this country. We want to express ourselves creatively and we want to, I don't know, like share our music to the world. And we've had a lot of artists that have come out of our country, like Dua Lipa and Rita Ora and Nyomza, who's a brilliant songwriter. And I've got to meet her personally. And it's all these people that, you know, inspire you to like express yourself. So yeah, I don't want to, it says in the song, like, I don't want to do it on the daily and be stuck in my house. So yeah, go out and express yourself because it's going to get you places. (laughs) Yes, very much so. And uh, it seems that the world, hopefully, fingers crossed, is beginning to open up. So it seems like a perfect time to uh, do exactly that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. most definitely. So yeah, we're hoping. We're hoping. Fingers crossed, like I said. Knock on wood. (laughs) Oh, yeah. In our culture, we touch our nose instead of knocking on wood. So it's actually like (laughs) touching our noses. (laughs) Oh, fantastic. And of course, Daily definitely represents that dance energy. And uh, we want to take a dive into a track that maybe captures a little bit more of a a shift, a little bit more of a a different side of Luisa. And of course, I want to dive into your track Obsidian here. What exactly does Obsidian mean to you, Luisa? So... I've watched this interview of this producer and a brilliant artist. His name is Sega Bodega, and he wrote tracks for Shy Girl and other amazing artists. And he said that mm, when lyrics are not always about your personal like experiences are more attractive to the listener, when you actually lie in your lyrics and tell a story through another person's eye. And I've actually like wrote it in the most controversial way i live without religion and stuff like that uh purple branches in my head hand cleanse my aura stuff like that and it's actually really controversial in my country to write about those stuff and i mean i wanted to make it as controversial controversial to attract people to listen to it and it's also my influence of i mean when i was really young i was into like punk music and metal music and rock and all of that so it's kind of my inner child like wanting to release her own rock song and it was there and 
my dad's best friend, he played the guitar riff, the guitar solo on Obsidian. And it was just an amazing experience, like making the whole song. It was just amazing. And the lyrics are from a different world, I think, from what I write. Like, yeah, it's great. I mean, it's, it's a good song. And I don't know, it's like it encapsulates the energy of my childhood. And it's great. Hey, it's uh, sometimes you got to keep that spirit alive, right? You got to stay young. Of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And of course, as we mentioned, all of these tracks uh, have sort of their own little identity. And another way that they uh, sort of continue to do that, and you mentioned this earlier, is the music video that you released for this EP, uh, Limelight, Into the Cyberspace. It sort of gives a uh, a look at each of these tracks, sort of uh, different spaces, different scenery. What was it like to film this video? It took so long because I actually like made a whole PowerPoint presentation of the whole music video concept. And I showed it to different directors. I was like, look at this and tell me if it's possible to make it. Because I wanted to be like, uh, show the outside world of what the Kosovar youth is like and we showed like different locations in Kosovo that people pass by like every day and we don't see those locations in that eye like in that creative eye like the first location was a skate park and near my house actually and people don't see that skate park as something you can film a music video in or the red like light part which is in a, a neighborhood neighborhood called Dardania and um it's 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 are it's these locations that make you feel like you're home but you're actually not home and also is the whole club culture as i explained it in like my other interviews but it's it's a really vibrant and i wanted to show like kosovo in a colorful way so yeah it took a while to make it work and it was great recording it actually because two of my friends participated in the video and they made it look really fun and it was a great time i actually shot it from 6 a.m until 12 a.m so it was a whole day of shooting and my mom was helping me like with clothes and food and everything she was around me i was like are you tired are you tired because it was like a whole different like a whole day of work but it was it was definitely worth it and we did not get tired so that's a plus but yeah it's a whole different i don't i don't know i never expected it to be that i i don't know like i didn't expect to get that recognition that i got from my peers and from my colleagues and it was really great for that music video to be released cuz it helped me like get my voice heard and connect with other artists and creatives so it's a great way to i don't know unleash your creativity in a way so yeah mm -hmm. unleash your creativity and uh show off a little bit of the culture which is exactly what you uh, one of the goals that you had to do it so glad to see that uh being true to you and uh what helped to shape you is uh kind of paying off there hey yeah of course <laughs> i love my country <laughs> <laughs> Hey, love to hear it. Love to hear it. Gotta have that spirit. Gotta, uh, you know, have some, uh, some patriotic uh, energy. Exactly. In a little bit of that home team spirit for show. Yeah, of course. Fantastic. So, of course, with like you mentioned, uh, 
reception there, getting uh, some feedback from people from your country, some of your peers, fellow musicians. So what has it been like to hear exactly that for this debut EP here? I mean, it's been great. All of my friends and people that I work, worked with like, were super happy that I released it in the first place because it took a long time to make it. And they were really happy that I got to release it and get this much recognition. And also there are artists that like helped me and supported me when I started my music career. And there are artists that helped me also like creatively and gave me advice on how to write maybe or how to produce or stuff like that. And it's a good way to exchange our musical knowledge and get to know how our work ethic is and learn from each other. And I've also had, had this session recently with Rona Nishlio. She is an Albanian singer and she represented Albania for Eurovision with my dad's song. He produced this, the whole song, he composed it. And uh, she's a brilliant songwriter and she reached the fifth place and it's the highest placement our country has to date. So it's amazing. And I got to exchange my like musical knowledge with her and see how she works, even though she's like has more knowledge than any of us. Like she worked for so hard for many years. And it's great when you have to work with people and talk about your experiences in the music industry. Even though you live in a small country, it's not that we got to see anything like really, really big. And still, I I mean, it's just great to work with people and have, you know, their blessing, I guess, to move on in the music industry. So yeah. And as I mentioned, like, uh, we have many festivals around here. And uh, my dad organizes many festivals in Kosovo. And I've got to meet like Nyonza, which wrote Thank You Next for Ariana Grande and Seven Rings. And I mean, the whole energy that you have with that person is just a way to to make yourself feel better and just move on and work as hard as you can to get your voice heard. So yeah, that's that's the best thing ever. <laughs> love to hear it. I love to hear it. And of course, one thing that you mentioned there earlier is uh, you're working on some more things. Of course, the future always holds new things. Uh, you're doing your own full production now. So what can you share with us about the future without giving away too much of the magic, of course? So we're not giving away too much, but I want to say that I want to maybe get more recognition as a female producer. And I've been in contact with them, with some artists and I've been working with them on like the instrumental side of their songs and uh, as a songwriter too i've been working as a songwriter and i want to work as those two like professional like i mean statuses i guess i want to be known as also a producer and a songwriter rather than just a performing artist and as a singer but i also have many unreleased tracks that are waiting to come out and I guess this summer I'm going to release something and also some other stuff that I'm waiting to to collaborate collaborate with different artists and see where it goes. So yeah, I'm not giving away too much, but um it's it's been going great. As a female producer, I think you have to work extra hard to get your voice heard since I mean there are only there is only like 2% of 
female producers in the music industry. And that's a really small per- percentage. And we need to change that like <laughs> immediately because um, often we get underestimated and it's just not something that I mean, people should be proud of because we need to work hard and get our voice heard and like, I don't know, make the best of it, I guess. So, mm-hmm. yeah. But it all starts somewhere, somehow. And of course, representation is a part of that. So good on you for being a part of that and wanting to be a part of a positive change to uh, be a part of a movement to uh, create more feminine energy inside of the music industry. So yeah, that's a plus. And that that is a goal that I think I want to achieve and get as many young girls to be inspired and make their way into the music industry and work hard and be themselves, which is the most important thing. Express their creativity. So, yeah. Absolutely. All right. All right. So, Luisa, we've, of course, talked about the creation process and the release of Limelight here. And what I would like to know now is through exactly that, that process of creating and crafting this EP. How has this time helped you to grow? What has it taught you about yourself? Hmm. I've never told this in interviews, but I really had this whole transitional period of both as an artist and as a human being. Like I grew up listening to rock music and punk music. And then I moved on to producing EDM and techno and psychedelic fused hip-hop beats and stuff like that and then I moved on to soul and R&B as this this whole transitional period that I've gone through until I found myself and found the way to grow as an artist and as a human being and also a producer singer and songwriter and I mean I've found ways to make myself grow like by watching documentaries and taking full on like musical courses online what I found like just went online songwriting course free click <laughs> and then like I found many ways to make myself grow as an artist and not only that like I've had a, a great like social circle that has helped me and supported me as an artist to make my way in the music industry And I mean, it's never too late to learn and to grow. So I just want to find many ways to grow as an artist, make connections, and just, I mean, I don't know, unleash my artistry by working hard and, you know, just collaborating with people. And I mean, that's the way that I want to make my voice heard as an artist. So, yeah, I mean, it's a whole period period of time that I took to grow and I'm still growing as an artist. I think that you always grow and learn stuff as much as you go. I mean, it's a whole mathematical type of scenario that you have to learn all through life, different stuff until you get to that point when you're like, OK, I did all the stuff I wanted to do. What can I do next? Because it's never too late. So, yeah. Never too late to go onto the internet, look up a free course and go click, right? Yeah, of course. Like <laughs> everything. <laughs> oh, fantastic. I have had a great time uh, chatting with you here, Luisa, about this debut EP Limelight. If the listeners want to find out more about you, how can they do that? 
So my Instagram handle is Luisa with a dollar sign. And there on my bio is a link where it can send you to my website, to my YouTube channel, to everything, my socials, and also my contact info. If you want to contact me, if you want to collaborate, I'm here and I'm here to help. So, and also you can find me Luisa with a dollar sign on TikTok and on SoundCloud. My music is available on all platforms. So yeah. Right. I'll put some links in the description to the show below so that the listeners can uh, do exactly that. Louisa, thank you so very much for joining us here today on the DTP. Thank you for having me. It's been it's been great talking. Thank you. Ambush. Yes, we've come to that time again. It is the end of the interview. But with that time, it means that you can go ahead and check out Luisa's debut EP, Limelight, right now over on your favorite music streaming service. When you're there, you best be hitting that follow button so you can stay up to date with any new music Luisa's going to be dropping inside of your future. You can also go ahead and follow her on social media. It is Luisa with a dollar sign. And that is also how you stay up to date with everything going on inside of this incredible artist slash producer slash song writers world. Because you don't want to miss out, do you? No. So go ahead and follow Louisa right now. I need to thank Louisa one last time for joining us here on today's episode of the DTP. I need to thank the audio wizard known as German from over at YPEditor.com for making it all sound so good. And I need to thank you, The Am Bush, for tuning on in today. If you have yet to join up with The Am, it's as easy as subscribing to the podcast. So, uh, you know, go ahead, click that button. Why not? What's gonna? What's it gonna hurt? Nothing? All right. Hey, welcome to The Am Bush. Uh, you can also share today's episode. Give us a five-star review and check out our web store at www.deserttiger.com shop to get yourself something to show your love of the show everywhere you go and now we leave you with this go out find your roar and let it out into the world let them know just how wondrous powerful and beautiful you and your roar are because you are all of these things so much more and you best be sharing that gift with the world and until next time am bush bye-bye The Desert Tiger Podcast.